Welcome to episode five of the CDI podcast. I'm Shelby Fiegel, director of the University of Central Arkansas Center for Community and Economic Development. And I am excited to have our special guest, Tandy White, Community Development Program Manager for Entergy Arkansas, and our new project coordinator, Emily Cooper, on the podcast with me today. Um, Real quick, Emily, since you are new to our team and the podcast, I'd like to get you to share a little information with our audience about your background and how you ended up on our team at CCED. Hi, um, I'm Emily Cooper. I'm the project coordinator for CCED and brand new to the team. I've lived in Arkansas my whole life, in different parts of the state actually. Mm -hmm. However, I attended high school in Benton and graduated from Benton High in 2011. From there, I went on to attend the University of Central Arkansas, um, where I earned my BA in history with a minor in theater. I spent a lot of time in college wondering what I would do post-grad, where I would go, where my opportunities were. I had some ideas about where my interests lie, but nothing solid. Well, eventually I interned at the Historic Arkansas Museum and Old State House Museum, and I really enjoyed my time with those museums, and I started to understand how much I appreciated Arkansas, its history, the art and culture here, especially Little Rock and Central Arkansas. I love the idea of staying here and taking advantage of our state's opportunities. So eventually I graduated and decided I wanted to stay in Arkansas. Um, I got a job in digital marketing. After that, I managed a private dining room at a restaurant in Little Rock. Both of those jobs required me to develop relationships with local businesses in the community. That's something I realized I really enjoyed and wanted to do more of. I wanted to be more active in the community and work more with local businesses, but in what capacity, I wasn't sure. Well, in 2018, I was hired at UCA under the Division of Outreach and Community Engagement. I had a really fun job as the culinary coordinator. I coordinated non-accredited culinary classes for the public to take at UCA downtown. So recently, the university, unfortunately, had to make some drastic budget cuts, and unfortunately, that included putting a pause in the continuing education courses offered by UCA Outreach, which included my culinary classes. Well, thankfully, at the same time, CCED needed to fill the project coordinator position, and I got to move into this role. So my interest in community and economic development kind of stems from what I mentioned earlier about my interest in working with the community. As I worked under the same division as CCED under UCA Outreach, I saw the work you guys were doing and I thought how I wanted to be part of it. So I'm really excited and really lucky that things fell into place the way they did. Um, I'm so glad to be part of the team and I guess begin my journey as a community developer, and uh, I can't wait to learn more. So Emily, one thing that I really love about your background is how you relate all of your experiences um, back to how they're connected to community and economic development, even though um, that's not a conventional path, you know, but I think that a a lot of us that work in this field don't have conventional paths to where we are today, Um, and I'm glad that you recognize that all of those activities you were doing are still community development activities because we're all a part of our community. Um, And I just want to thank you for sharing that with us. Um, And we're really excited to have you as a member of our team at CDI and CCED. And we can't wait until you're fully immersed in our network and the work that we do. 
Um, and speaking of our network and the work that we do, our guests today, Tandy White and Entergy, are some of our strongest partners and advocates in the state. And we're just delighted to have Tandy join us today. Um, Tandy, I'm going to kind of ask you the same question. Can you start us off by sharing your background and how you ended up at Entergy? Certainly, Shelby, and thank you very much for having me today. I appreciate the opportunity uh, to always be with you and uh, our partners at CCED. And, um, you know, my, my path to uh, working with the Community Development Institute began a long time ago. It, I think my, I graduated or started CDI in 1996, graduated CDI in 99. So it's been a little bit of a long path and a path that I have continued to come back to time and time again. I actually um, moved out of state, I graduated uh, college with my undergraduate in 92, moved out of state for a time period came back in 95 and pretty much went to work at Entergy and thought, oh, well, you know, I'll go work for the utility company and see how that goes. Uh, my undergraduate was in education, uh, business education. And, you know, I thought, well, you know, right now I need to pay some bills. So let me go get a job and then I'll see what education has to offer. Well, obviously I, I fell in love with Entergy and uh, the company itself and was, uh, you know, promoted within Entergy and offered so many opportunities here that I am still here that many years later. Um, the second year that I worked at Entergy, I actually worked for our system economic development coordinator. So that was my first interaction with economic development itself. And I got, I worked with her for about a year, got just enough taste of it to go, man, this is a lot of fun. You know, back then it was a lot of prospect activity, trade shows, um, you know, more on the economic development side. But I was able to circle back a few years after that and come in to work uh, with the, the economic development department uh, at that time and spend about 10 years with our group here. Uh, that was a little bit more broad in my role as an analyst. That's when I started my uh, um, path with the Community Development Institute as a participant. And you talk about a game changer. That right there was so motivating to me to be with so many people who in their hearts had a desire to better their communities. In whatever capacity they were working at the time, that didn't matter because they knew that they could still have that impact in their communities in whatever they were doing. And so that is where my love for community development began is when I first started CDI. Um, luckily enough, uh, after spending 10 years in economic development during that role, um, I was had the opportunity to be an instructor at CDI. Uh, back when we were doing the economic development standards, when we talk about prospect um, proposals that were sent in and research that had to go in that. Um, so I really got to delve into the heavy analytical side of economic development. Um, but three and a half years ago, I had the opportunity to come back into our economic development department. So I've been back with what we now call our business and economic development department. And that's where I came in the role as community development program manager. And I thought, yes, the, here we go. I finally made it, you know, to the, to the spot that I just feel my passion lies. 
And um, as soon as I came back, you know, one of the first calls and contacts and, and that I made back was to the Community Development Institute and to say, hey, how can I support you? How can I be here for you? Um, during the time uh, of all of this, our company has been always supportive of community and economic development. So we have always had a presence with the Community Development Institute from the very beginning. So our support of the Institute and the importance of learning, continued learning and uh, growing ourselves has been there year after year, regardless of who was in the role of a community developer within Entergy, that support has always been there. So I was very thankful to, to be able to continue that support of the Community Development Institute and our partnership with the Institute and with CCED, because it goes beyond Community Development Institute, what you guys, the touch you have and the impact goes beyond that. And so it, you know, it is a great opportunity for us to partner with you all and have that touch out in the individual communities and help them to be able to help themselves and um, you know have that positive impact. So uh, you know my path was a little uh, zig and zag back and forth, but I'm I'm very thankful that throughout I've been able to work with the community. Sometimes I was in the community itself, uh, more boots on the ground piece, and that was fun down in Southeast Arkansas. Love my time there. Uh, made great friendships and networks that I still uh, call on today. And so, um, you know, this gives me a little bit broader net. So I work for Entergy in the community developer role and uh, with our communities that we serve within the state of Arkansas. So um, that's a little bit about my path and how, how my role at Entergy comes in and um, the interconnections that I have with, with you all during that time. Um, that's really awesome and interesting to hear your extensive background and your passion going back years and years. That's really awesome. Um, we love getting to know more about you and your background. Um, so we know Entergy is a critical piece of community and economic development in our state. Can you share more about what Entergy does? Absolutely. Um, you know, Entergy, back from when Harvey Couch founded our company, uh, has had a role in economic development. He was one of the strongest entrepreneurs of that time in our state, you know, bringing uh, electricity to areas that they did not have it during that time. And it was through his entrepreneurship and his vision that he started to, to grow this company and have an impact within communities, um, you know, to, to electrify our state. We have been very um, blessed that throughout the years, economic development has been a focus for Entergy. We understand that it is intentional and that you have to actually, um, you know, put some resources to that, be able to, to spend some money and some people towards economic development, that it takes some time. And quite honestly, sometimes it takes a long time to impact that. Um, but we've always had a, a uh, economic development department within Entergy. Sometimes it changes a little bit in our structure, uh, certainly in the number of people that we have and, and how we interact, uh, but we've always had a presence and always had a good support from our executive lead team in the endeavors that, that we take because we know that what, what we do and what we help support through our partnerships 
across Arkansas and even outside of helps grow our state. And when our state's doing well, you know, our company's doing well. So we find that as a win-win situation. And I will say like currently within Entergy, um, our structure that we have, we have a, a industrial account executive that handles some of our largest customers. So he's a one point uh, phone call for them, whatever they need, they've got his cell number and they know how to, how to reach him. Then we have a business retention expansion consultant that handles more of our uh, kind of middle and larger accounts. Um, specifically, if a company's looking to expand and they're needing to add more electricity, or maybe it's that they are wanting to, to look at their operation and try to save some electricity. They've got that opportunity, and uh, our representative there will handhold them through that process to make sure that they are on the right rates, to make sure that they're taking advantage of all the energy efficiency programs that are available to them, uh, and getting the, the most out of their electrical experience. Um, then of course we kind of we have a couple of project managers in our department that works with the Arkansas Economic Development Commission's project managers on new business development and new business prospects. So when we have new uh, prospects that are looking at Arkansas, they are involved with that. Electricity is one of the biggest expenses a company has, and we certainly want to remain a low-cost, reliable provider to them. Uh, for their needs. So we get involved pretty early on to talk about that, but it's it's even more than just our response on electricity. Our project managers are there to support the communities and helping respond to requests for information from site consultants and prospects and to be able to help the community have additional resources uh, to put their best foot forward. Um, and then um, and my role as community developer, we've already talked about that. And um, I'm, I'm the only one at this time, although we've had multiples in the past, uh, right now it's, it's just me. So my area of focus right now when you're looking at priorities um, is economic development, community and economic development training. So we um, make sure that we are, are there and have uh, sponsorships for the Community Development Institute. Um, we also uh, help support the Mid-South Basic Economic Development course, which is the International Economic Development uh, Council's uh, program here in the state. We are very lucky uh, to have a sanctioned course here in the state of Arkansas for that as well. Uh, and through our Breakthrough Solutions, which has a large focus on our rural communities. Uh, so through our, our sponsorships and partnerships with them, that gives us an opportunity to then provide scholarships for some of our community uh, partners who maybe they're new to their role in community or economic development, um, or there's, there's an area that they know that they would like to grow in. We're able to kind of help match them with these resources and these educational opportunities to help them uh, attend these programs and get the training they need. And then also I do a lot of work with site identification and site certification and development. Um, you know, it, we can't just go out there and, and find a, a green field that the cows are on and say that that's a site. It takes a little bit more effort and, and a little bit more work to get that site vetted for its uh, ability to support a new company. You know, 
just talking about uh, the environmental aspects of it and you know where are the utilities are they on site how much will it cost to get them there and doing that pre-work before you can actually get a prospect there to actually show them uh, a site and allow them to kind of see the vision of what their company would look like sitting on that, that greenfield site. It's kind of like selling a house. You got to do a little bit of work sometimes on your house before you want to call in the realtor and say, hey, let's set up some showings, right? You want the best foot forward. You want everything uh, fixed and tucked and, and trimmed up uh, before people come in and start looking. So same thing with your sites. You've got to do a little pre-work. And then we do also have an analyst in our group. Uh, she is certainly the, the guru of being able to find any and everything we need to help support and respond to uh, requests for information from, from economic development prospects um, and just about anything that we could think of. Uh, certainly questions about billing from our customers through our industrial accounts and our business retention expansion um, representative. She's able to help them with those questions and make sure that we're providing uh, good information and um, for the companies to be able to make a good decision. And uh, our director, uh, Danny Gaines, who runs our show with his assistant, Cassie Ranierson, um, Danny, this is his second round with Entergy as well. So it's kind of nice. We kind of go out and do something a little different and then we swing back in. So Danny's um, most recent stint was at the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. So when he had the opportunity to come back to Entergy and step in as our director, uh, it was a perfect fit. He had been here working, you know, for eight to 10 years prior to that, uh, went out, got some uh, other experience in the, in the uh, gas, natural gas industry, and then with AEDC and stepped right into to our role and, um, helping Entergy, you know, provide those resources uh, for the for our territory and our state. So uh, it's a great group of people that we work with. We're um, small, but hopefully impactful. And I would say one of our biggest things that we all lean on is our ability to network with others within the state and outside and bring those resources to the table that we know that can be helpful to the community. Um, so that is one of the, the biggest things that I see. And, you know, for me personally, that network of growth within the state started back in the 1990s when I first went to CDI. I'm still in touch with those people that I went to, to through class with. And uh, it just it just grows your, your network, grows an opportunity for you to be able to have an impact in the state. And uh, quite honestly, makes you a lot, of, a lot more friends within the state that you can feel like you can call on in a time of need. So uh, it's a great journey within Entergy and the, the opportunity that we have. Tandy, I'm really glad that you gave a shout out to all your folks at Entergy because we work so closely with your team in all of our projects, um, like you said, um, and we... Um, work very closely together to identify, you know, ways that we can spur momentum in communities. And we've had conversations with you about this recently, how COVID-19 has kind of turned that community and economic development process upside down. Um, so what are some tips that you have um, for communities related to how they might can prepare for the future or even just create momentum in their community at this time? What are some things that you think they can do 
um, to create those successes, those small wins. Certainly, Shelby. And, you know, I think uh, all of us were in the same boat mid-March when uh, the world as we knew it just came to a stop for a couple of weeks. We we did not know what to do with ourselves. Uh, many of us were told, you know, you've got to work from home and figure out how to do that and do that efficiently. Or, you know, if you were one of the unlucky ones that said, um, you know, not, not only do uh, I need you to go home, I'm not sure when you'll be able to come back to work. Um, you know, we were all kind of hit with a, a new reality, and it took a little bit for us to, to adjust to that and learn how to, to communicate and work around it. But I think, you know, in I guess our eight weeks now that I've been at home, I think what we've learned is that just like uh, in early March, communication is absolutely a key to this and when you're in a case where you are not seeing people face to face every day and you're not work out in the communities and working with them you know at your your meetings and your uh, strategic doing sessions etc that you've got to be very intentional about that reach out and that communication with uh, your partners and the phone definitely is something that's been attached to my ear pretty much the whole time. But uh, just like we're doing today with a Zoom meeting, having that opportunity when you can to see people face to face is also very important to keep that, that network and that, those relationships built up. And uh, like I said, it has to be, you know, an intentional outreach there uh, for us to kind of keep the, the wheels on the bus. Um, the other thing that within just community and economic development uh, we have found is that you know, we were doing fairly well prior to the COVID with regard to our economic development prospects. I think the state as a whole was doing you know, pretty well, uh, and now things are different. And I think the importance of having a digital presence is staring at us right in the face. And um, we can't necessarily wait to get back to normal to do something about that. Uh, right now, uh, you know, we've, although we had some projects with you all, like our community catalyst project that we had, that we had to kind of put on hold for a little bit because it does require some face-to-face. -face. Uh, we've kind of turned our attention a little bit to what can we do to enhance a digital presence. So we're focusing right now a lot more on looking at what we've got online and what we have that needs to be beefed up online. So I've had a lot of uh, conversations within the last week with some of our communities that have sites and buildings uh, listed on our Arkansas Site Selection Center. That is kind of our go-to source for um, sending prospects to look at a site or a building. And so we're having some conversations with our communities to say, look, anything that you have that you can enhance that presence online is going to be needed. I think we're going to see a lot more um, virtual um, tours of our communities and our sites and buildings before you know new prospects ever come in town. So um, taking this time to focus on that, uh, we may be saving some money and travel expenses with regard to economic development, but I think it's probably going to have to move over, you know, into some some marketing pieces and some developing of that digital um, 
tools to where we'll be able to have things there uh, and at the, the consultant's fingertips. The other thing is with our communities, um, it is important for us on the community development side to be able to keep the morale and the motivation in our communities up. Look for those opportunities to celebrate successes along the way. Uh, we've seen a lot of examples uh, already of communities who are saying, you know, look, we found an innovative way, you know, to make masks, uh, you know, and an innovative way to create hand sanitizer, and innovative ways for our restaurants to do curbside pickup for restaurants that you would never expect to be doing, you know, anything other than a little to-go bag at the end of their meal. So there are a lot of successes that we can still communicate and get around as a community. Um, I think that this experience with COVID has certainly brought us all uh, down a little bit and more into what are, what are our basic needs. What do we need uh, to be happy and healthy and safe uh, within our communities? Um, I know myself, our family was extremely busy but maybe you know this time that we had to slow things down and get a focus you know on what we needed and uh, gave us a, a break and say hey look okay maybe we maybe we were stretched out there just a little bit too far and you know maybe let's let's look around in our community I, we've certainly seen things in in my little community um, that i was too busy to notice before and you know when you can only sometimes get in the car and drive around on the weekends. Uh, it gives you an opportunity to drive around, drive around and kind of look at your community in a new light. Um, do a little community assessment of, of your own. You know, what's needed out here? What is something that I can do to help my community during this time? Um, you know, maybe it's not some face-to-face -face stuff, but I've seen a lot of landscaping taking place during this time. So beautification projects, I think I've been on the rise in the last eight weeks. <laughs> so that's just a couple of things that, that immediately come to mind, Shelby, for our future and, and the focus that we need to have. And always, I would say, look to be an ambassador for your community. Um, try not to talk about the negative side of it. There's, there's plenty of opportunity for that negative to be put out uh, in the public. But if you're always an ambassador for your community, talking about the good things that are happening and um, the positive things, you never know the impact that you will have on someone and being able to um, have them, you know, maybe they're, they're scouting your community and have them move into your community and bring yet another um, family to your community that, that could help support and be there and, and have an impact. So. Pandy, I loved what you said at the end there about um, being an ambassador to your community and not focusing on the negative. Uh, I think that's so true, and I really agree. Um, I really love that. So um, are there any other resources you want to share with leaders across the state? Now, I, you know, I think our, we, we have a lot of resources within the state of Arkansas. Um, and I think some of the important piece that the role that I play is staying out there and in tune with those uh, resources and what we have and sometimes it's like a matchmaker kind of project it's what is it that the you know the community saying goodness you know if i if i knew a source uh for x y and z you know we could really make this this project take off well 
moving throughout the communities in the state and through our partners um, kind of exposes me to conversations and resources that maybe I don't need, but maybe one of our other communities, a couple of counties over does, but because of just geographic distances, they haven't ran across each other yet. So one of my favorite parts of my role with community development is, is looking up for those opportunities to play matchmaker. Um, we certainly have uh, many resources within the state to be able to help support our communities. And sometimes uh, when you're in the communities, you're not aware of that. And certainly with COVID, we've seen a lot of lists come out that say, you know, here's a list of resources that we have to help support you. Um, that those lists exist pre-COVID and they'll exist post-COVID. And the important thing is to, is to know that it, you do not need to do community and economic development alone. It, you're not going to be successful. You know, the important thing to know in community development is that the issues facing the communities are also the issues that are theirs to help find the solution. And um, they have to be the ones to kind of work through that process to be able to identify what do we need to do about this? How do we help ourselves? And then we can look to bringing in those additional resources. But you need that buy-in from the community level on any projects that you're working on. And you need that diversity throughout your community to have that input uh, to make it a project that is sustainable. Uh, so it circles right back around to communicating with each other and to being involved. So Tandy, I'm really glad that you wrapped up um, your last answer with creating buy-in in your community and um, having leadership and citizens on the same page so they can achieve successes together and um, really find ways to address any um, challenges they may have in their community and um, take steps themselves to overcome those challenges. Um, so at CDI, um, which Tandy has already shared her extensive involvement in, uh, that's what we really try to do is we try to uh, develop leaders um, in the community and give them the tools they need to be successful. Um, so Tandy, I'm going to go back over your CDI experience. You are a graduate of CDI. You are a PCD holder, a professional community economic developer. Uh, you're a CDI year two class director and a CDI advisory board member. Um, I'm going to give you kind of a tough question to wrap up this interview, or I hope it's not tough. I hope it is tough and I hope it's not tough. But uh, based on your experience as a participant and a class director, what is your one favorite session at CDI? Oh my goodness. That is a tough question. I don't, Shelby, you should have gave me that one in advance to think about because I, I don't know that I can say that there is one favorite because every year, you know, you being a year two class director, I do see some of the, the same topics coming over year to year. And sometimes I think, well, maybe I'd like to kind of rotate with my class so I can get year one, year two, year three, year one, year two, year three. <laughs> but, um, you know, there is just, there is something to be learned from every one of the presenters that are there at CDI. It may not be something that is completely applicable 
to your job at hand at this point in time in your life. But every speaker that I've ever heard there has provided something new and a new opportunity to think about something a little differently or to be able to add to my resources list. And so I don't know that I can pull one favorite out. Now, there are a favorite and some of our simulations that we do because it is so entertaining. <laughs> I would say it's much more entertaining as a class director to watch the students go through those simulations than it necessarily was as a participant because, uh, you know, some of them put you in a little stressful situation and uh, short time frames to work through. Um, but I think that, that, you know, every session that we have at CDI uh, provides an opportunity for you to learn something um, maybe it's not something you're going to take back to impact you, but maybe it's someone in your community that comes to you with a question and says, look, I don't know what to do about this. Like, how do, where do I even start? Who did I even call? And guess what? Now you've started your network, your relationships with people outside of your wheelhouse that you can say, hey, I talked to someone at CDI that that's kind of what they do on their day job. Let me kind of put you in connection with them and see if they can get any ideas for you and they can kind of help you talk through that. So there is something to be gained from, from every session that we have at the Community Development Institute. And, um, you know, like, like you said, Shelby, um, the class two director spot, I love it. It gives me a full week to meet, you know, 30 something plus uh, new friends across the state and even outside of the state because we do have uh, others from from other states that come in. Um, I think we all kind of make those outside of Arkansas friends feel like they are an Arkansas resident before they leave because we just fold them in and uh, envelop them and, and treat them like, uh, you know, they're a neighbor. And so that gives us the opportunity to just grow our network base and um, be better together and be better for our community, better for our state and better for each other. So that was actually a trick question, Tandy, but you answered it correctly. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, so good job. (laughs) Maybe I, uh, let's see, did my, my boss teaches one of those sessions. So maybe I should have said his session, right? (laughs) Shout out to, to Danny games for the site selection session. Uh, so we're going to, we're going to edit Tandy's answer to say Danny uh, in the site selection session is her favorite session. All right. Well, Tandy, thank you so much for sharing. Um, it was awesome to hear, um, everything you had to say about this field of work, especially as someone who is obviously brand new to all of this and to community and economic development. So, um, this was really awesome and eye opening. Um, We want everyone who is listening to be aware that we have a few spots remaining for CDI 2020 year one, one, but it's filling up fast. Uh, You can register today at www.uca.edu slash CDI or contact us at CDI at UCA.edu for more information. If you want to learn more about our team at UCA, go to www.uca.edu slash C-C-E-D. And Tandy, once again, we just want to thank you for taking a break from your extremely busy schedule. Even though we might be in virtual setting for COVID-19, we know that our schedules for some reason have just gotten even busier now. 
um, as we're reacting to all of these changes. Um, but we're just really fortunate to call you a partner, a supporter, and definitely a friend. Um, and our Arkansas communities are so lucky to have you on their side um, as you assist them in creating vibrant and successful communities. Thank you, Shelby and Emily. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. On upcoming episodes, the CDI podcast will feature CDI graduates and participants, community partners, and community and economic development experts from across Arkansas and the Mid-South. We hope you join us again next week.